Hi, I'm Nicole Haney. I'm a business coach who helps goal-driven business owners build the life and business of their dreams. In this podcast, I share tactical advice on building your business, mindset tips, and inspiring interviews to help you build your business and change your life. This is the Goals and Gratitude Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. So today's podcast episode, um, I had a whole topic planned out, what I was going to talk about, and then I kind of thought, you know what, for this week, I think I'm going to take it easy um, because we just got through the conference. I'm so happy. I'm so happy with how the conference went. And I know that you guys are too, which is literally the reason that I'm doing this is to help all of you guys learn about business, connect with other entrepreneurs and feel like less alone in all of this. And so I'm really happy that you guys enjoyed yourselves as well. I am still kind of in shock. I'm still kind of processing everything that happened. And honestly, I'm just really like so happy that I was able to pull this off. Um, So if you don't know, if you didn't come to the conference, I had a business conference for startups and small business owners in my community. So I was holding it in London, Ontario, Canada. Um, And we had people from outside of London come. Um, We had someone as far as Owen Sound uh, actually come to the conference, which was really cool. Few people from Hamilton, couple people from Brampton um, and Toronto area. So we had a whole range of people there from different areas, um, different industries, like, and it was just really cool to see everybody connecting. So it was a full day event. Um, We had a ton of speakers, a ton of food, um, lots of music and networking opportunities. Um, And just, it feels like everybody that I've talked to about it, like one-on-one said that they came away with this renewed sense of like, okay, I can do this. I'm not in this alone. Like a lot of people were actually saying, oh my God, did I ever need this? Because with the pandemic and everybody being so isolated for so long, I think that people forgot that they were missing this piece of connection, right? And literally this was the reason that I decided to create this conference in the first place is because I was feeling that way. I was feeling alone and isolated and I was looking for ways to get out there and reconnect with other entrepreneurs and I couldn't find what I was looking for. And so I kind of thought like, if I'm feeling this way and I'm looking for this, then probably other people are too. So why don't I create the thing that I'm looking for? And the cool thing is that that's exactly what happened. I told a few of you guys that literally I just created the conference that I wanted for myself. um, And that's exactly what ended up coming to fruition. So I'm so pleased about it. I'm so pleased about it. I would say that my favorite part of the conference... It's honestly, it's so hard to choose, but um, I would say between Eric Jansen's talk, because I always love hearing Eric Jansen speak, um, and Jake Carls. I think they both like really crushed it. All of the speakers were phenomenal, and I'm getting tons of amazing feedback from all of you guys that attended about all of the speakers and how fantastic of a job they all did. Um, But I, I have to say, like, I honestly really love 
hearing from Eric Jansen. I'll talk to you guys a little bit more about this in just a couple of minutes, but I really think that he not only has the knowledge and the education and the experience behind what he's talking about, but he also just is a very good speaker in general, right? He knows how to tell a story. He knows how to deliver it in a way that is consumable and educating and engaging for everybody that's listening. So I would have to say that like that was probably my favorite part of the conference. Although it was kind of a weird feeling because in running the conference, I also was a lot distracted. I was going to say a bit distracted. I was a lot distracted when the speakers were on stage because I was like, cool, has this person shown up? What about the food? Like, what about this? What about this? And so when you're running something like that, you don't really get to enjoy it the same way that you would as an attendee. Um, But I still did enjoy the parts that I was able to sit in on and listen to um, effectively. So today's session. Today's session um, is definitely more laid back vibe. I just want to share a few updates with you guys, tell you a bit about what's been going on in my life, because I think that you guys could probably relate to some of this stuff. And while it's not a direct lesson, like, oh, here's what you need to do to do X, Y, and Z in your business, I do think that like a lot of this stuff from kind of an entrepreneurial standpoint is very relatable and there are lessons in some of these things. So that's what I wanted to do today. Um, And I'm honestly just tired. I am tired from running the conference. That was six months of my life was dedicated to this thing. And now I'm just sort of like, oh, okay, I need to like catch my breath and like take a second, right? And so that's one of the things that I actually wanted to talk to you guys about today is like taking a bit of a break and taking a bit of a rest after you've pushed really hard on something. So the other day, um, I got a call from the organizer of a trade show um, that's running. And the trade show is bringing in, um, I think it's like over 6,000 entrepreneurs are going to be walking through this trade show. So it's a small business type of trade show. And they contacted me and they were like, we've had um, a vendor with a booth space that they've paid for that has unfortunately pulled out at the last second and they won't be able to make it. And so we were thinking like, who could fill that spot Um, And who could we offer a complimentary booth space to? And they thought of me because I've been working pretty closely with them lately and we've built a good relationship. And they were like, maybe Nicole would want to do this. So I get the call and they tell me about this and they're like, here's the only thing. It's Monday. It's literally happening in like a few days time. Do you think that you can do this? And it's in a different city as well. And I was like, my gut reaction, whenever somebody offers me a really great opportunity, because this is a really great opportunity to get a complimentary booth space at a small business event um, that's going to see over 6,000 people, like that's a fantastic opportunity. Like, of course it is. So who would say no to that? Right. So my initial gut reaction was say yes, jump in, figure it out, like change your schedule. I would have to move a bunch of things around to make this happen, but like, go, go for it, go for it. And I have to say that in my last business, that is what I did every single time, every time without fail. I did not say no to great opportunities, like literally ever. Because I was like, I need to get out there. I need to get more brand awareness. I need to get my brand name out there. Like I need to be selling more products, like whatever it is. Let's go. Let's do the thing. 
And so I was about to say yes. And then I took a second and was like, literally, it's a no. Literally, it's a no. It has to be a no because I'm exhausted from the last six months of planning and executing this conference. And I need a break. I need a break. And so usually I think I tend to err on the side of kind of work really, really, really hard, right? And so when I listen to entrepreneurial podcasts, when I listen to motivational stuff, like typically what I want to hear is not like, oh, you should take time to rest and like make tons of time for yourself and go to the beach and have fun and whatever else, right? Like that's usually not what I need to hear. What I need to hear is somebody kicking my butt and telling me like, no, do the thing, do the thing. When everybody else is like sitting down, relaxed and having a margarita, you need to be working and doing the thing, right? Um, Ed Milet actually calls it separation season during the periods which we're coming into now of like the holidays and stuff like that, where most people are taking their foot off the gas pedal. He's like, no, like this is your time to separate yourself from the competition. This is your time to shine because if you work really hard now, when everybody else is just chilling out, eating chocolate and candy, then you are going to get ahead of the game which usually is what I need to hear. I need to have somebody kick my butt into gear, right? (laughs) I think a lot of us are like this, that you need to hear this. But for me, like right now, I'm starting to learn this lesson of like, yeah, that might be true most of the time. I need to work my butt off, right? But some of the time after you've worked your butt off for like six months, sometimes it makes sense to say no to even fantastic opportunities so you can take a breath and balance out like your mental health and rest a little bit and like rejuvenate and recuperate from the big thing that you just did. So I made the decision to say no to this opportunity and I am pretty proud of myself, I have to say, because it is really hard for me to prioritize rest. And so I'm really happy that I made that decision this time around. So here's the other thing that has happened um, with me post-conference. And that is that I have felt pretty lost, if I'm being honest. I have spent the last six months of my life literally hustling so hard to make this conference come together. Like I wildly underestimated how much work it would be to pull this off and to bring this together and to make sure that it was successful and that you guys had an enjoyable experience. And so I have busted my butt, which means my schedule, you guys know that I'm crazy about time blocking and scheduling everything and writing it into my agenda. And so my agenda, my schedule for the last six months of my life has been literally back to back to back to back stuff, right? So I will jump off a call with a client and I will, you know, figure out the floral arrangements for the conference. And then I'll jump onto a webinar that I'm running for a small business center. It has been like, nonstop go, 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 go for literally six months. And again, like I'm all right with that. I actually really like to be busy and I like to work really hard. And that's something that I thrive in and I enjoy. But also now that the conference is over, I'm like, look at, look at all this free time in my schedule. What am I doing with this? What's What's happening? What's up? What am I what am I working on, right? Cuz I always like to have some sort of a goal or something that I'm working towards. And at times in my life there have been like large chunks of time in my life where I didn't really have a clear-cut goal or thing that I was working on 
And during those times, I feel very like adrift. I feel like a sailboat that is lost at sea, that is just moving with the current, doesn't have an anchor. Like I just, I'm like, what's happening? What what am I supposed to be doing right now? And so um, that's what I've been feeling like truly for the last um, week or so since the conference. And so yesterday I decided, you know what? Rest is good. Rest is good. And I need rest and I need chunks of time in my schedule to literally just like breathe and process what happened with the conference and how great it was and all of that stuff. Um, and celebrate the wins, right? We talked about this a bit at the conference. We all have to celebrate our wins. And so I have been doing that. I've been using the time to like really process it and celebrate it, which is great. But there is a tipping point where I'm like, I gotta have an anchor. Like I have to have something I'm working towards, something I'm focused on. And so I made the decision to sit down and redo my goals in my goals and gratitude journal, right? If you guys are listening to this on Spotify and not watching on YouTube, you cannot see that I'm holding it up right now. But these are the journals that we handed out at the conference. And I snagged one for myself because I really like it. It's really cute. And it has a lot of great pages in here that I can use to just write out my goals and my dreams and how I'm going to work towards those things. And so I decided to sit down and say, okay, well, what is it that I want, right? Whenever I'm feeling kind of adrift and like I don't really know what to do with myself, my first question is always, what do I want? What do I actually want? And it's not like I find this to be a really difficult question to answer for myself because oftentimes I'll be like, well, what do I want? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it feels like a very like deer in the headlights thing for me. And so I need to actually take a step back and like breathe and just have like some quiet time to process it and figure out like, what is it? What is it that I actually want? What would make me feel good? What would make me feel better than I currently do? Like, how can I move things forward in the direction that's going to make me feel good about my life and my business? And so I took some time to do that. And I came up with like a few categories as I always do, right? You guys know if you have not listened to my goal setting episode and and my journaling method episode, go back and listen to that um, because I kind of break down for you guys how I categorize different things in my life to work on and how I am working on multiple goals at once in order to move kind of all areas of my life forward all at one time. And so I sat down and I was like, okay, the easy thing for me, the always the easiest starting place is my physical health, right? My fitness, because I always have fitness goals. I always have fitness goals, even if it's something really small, like depending on what season I'm in in my life, it might be go to the gym for 10 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day or whatever it is. But I always have some sort of fitness goal. So um, right now I'm trying to incorporate even more running into my workouts than I usually do um, because I feel like my cardio has kind of been lacking a little bit and I need to bump that up back to where it used to be. Um, Because doing cardio running always makes me feel fantastic. So that was my physical health goal. And then I was like, what about my business stuff, though? What do I want to focus on now? Because that really is the big problem here. I'm kind of like the conference is done. That was the thing I was working on. And also, P.S., I'll tell you guys more about this later, but there will be another conference next year, next year. Once I've had time to plan a second conference. Um, But 
now that the conference is over, like what am I working towards in my business, right? And so the thing for me that kept coming up is that I have been really in the process of launching new products and services, right? So when I started this business, um, I was still working at Western at the time and I had started it as like a little side hustle coaching entrepreneurs from outside of the Western community so that there wasn't a big conflict of interest there. Um, And so it started out just with the one service, the coaching, the one-on-one coaching, And then as I got into it a little bit more, I was like, I think I need to offer more things to people so that they can learn from me, that I can help them in some sort of other meaningful way. And so I decided to launch the podcast, which you guys are listening to right now. Um, And so I did the podcast and then I was like, cool, like maybe I should be doing some public speaking as well. So I started reaching out to small business centers and schools to do some public speaking for them about business and um, motivational topics in business. Um, And then I was like the conference, right? So I've been in this mode of like launching, 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 launching all these new products. And that's great because you guys now have kind of a world of different products and services that you get to choose from when you interact with my brand. So that was kind of the plan is I wanted you guys to have different touch points. I wanted you to have different options because some of you might come to the conference and love the conference, but not really be into one-on-one coaching. Some of you might want one-on-one coaching, but you don't really care about listening to a podcast or so on and so forth, right? So I wanted to have options available. So I've done that. But now that I've been doing that, I feel like I've just been in this like really hustle mode of like run, 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 right? And so in launching the conference, it took so much of my time and effort and energy that unfortunately I couldn't offer as much time and effort and energy to things like the podcast, right? And so because of that, The podcast has been great. Don't get me wrong. I'm really happy with the podcast, but I think that it could be exceptional. Like, I think I could get some really fantastic speakers on here if I had the time and energy to do the outreach to those speakers. I think we could be talking about some really cool topics on this podcast if I had the time to sit down and truly flesh out some ideas, right? So I think the podcast could go from being great to being exceptional. Now, going back to Eric Jansen's talk at the conference. So a lot of you guys have come up to me since the conference and have mentioned his talk. Like so many people are like, oh my, everybody was great, but oh my God, Eric Jansen. And I'm like, a thousand percent yes. A thousand percent yes. I don't know if he listens to this podcast, but if he does, he's probably blushing right now because everybody loves him. Everybody thinks he's fantastic at speaking, including me, right? And so one of the services that I offer within my business is public speaking. And although I feel like I am really good at public speaking, you could perhaps even say like, I'm great at public speaking. I don't think that I'm Eric Jansen level just yet. I don't think I'm there just yet. I think he's exceptional and I want to be exceptional right? So I think for a lot of people, a lot of like non-entrepreneurs, I think a lot of people will see other people that are doing a better job than them at something and they will feel bad about themselves and they'll let that feeling just really get to them. And then instead of improving themselves, 
they'll try and perhaps cut down the person that isn't uh, that is better than them at the thing and I do not like to do that at all like my philosophy on life has always been as long as I can remember has always been if I see somebody that's better than me at something and I want to be better at that thing right because there's some things where you're like I don't really care if you're better than I am at chopping carrots or something like I don't care about that but if there's something I care about and you're better than me at it I want to learn how to be as good as you I want to look at what you're doing I want to replicate it I want to talk to you about how you do this I want to learn 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 I want to implement it into my own style I want to continue to grow and get better at how I'm doing it like let's go right and so that's one of the things so my goal with my business kind of going back to that is like, I have created all these different products and services now for you guys. And what I want to do, my goal currently for the business is to really improve the quality of all of those things. So my goal is to improve the quality of the podcast. I want to get more guests on here. I don't want it to just be me talking every single week because I haven't had the time to do outreach to guests, right? So I want to get more guests on here. I want to get like really high quality guests and people that, you know, it might take a few tries to reach out to them, to reach out to their team, to be like, hey, like I know this person's basically a celebrity, but do you think that they'd want to come onto this podcast, right? I want to improve the quality of my speaking engagements. Like I really want to have a focus on like deepening the quality of the products and services that I'm currently offering to make them absolutely exceptional for you guys. So that's my current focus. That's my current goal. So in doing that, I also wanted to improve the quality of the conference, right? So I have heard from so many of you guys telling me how fantastic the conference was and like the LinkedIn post, the Instagram post, like everybody's like, yes, this was amazing. And a few of you have reached out to me personally as well to be like, wow, holy crap, I can't believe you created such a great experience, which is great and like definitely boosts my confidence. Thank you so much for all the positive feedback. And I'm honestly so thrilled that you guys got what you got out of this conference. Um, However, Even though that's the case, and even though I've gotten so much positive feedback about it, I still wanted to get your real honest opinions about all different aspects of the conference. So not just your overall kind of experience of the conference, but every little single thing. I wanted to break it down and say like, did you like this? What about the food? What about this speaker? What about that speaker? What about the timing? What about the day of the week? Like I wanted to find out more because... I plan on running another conference next year, right? I still have zero plans around this. So please don't think I'm trying to like withhold stuff from you. I am not. I literally have no idea what what it's going to look like next year. But I want to take the things from this year's conference that we did really, really, really well. I want to replicate that. But I also want to take your feedback and hear from you guys, like, what did you not love quite as much or what do you think could be improved upon so that I could take those things and again, improve upon it, right? Like if you guys loved the speakers, amazing. Okay, let's get the same quality of speakers coming in and talking about similar topics or talking about different topics, but at the same level, at the same quality, right? If you guys didn't love the um, lack of, you know, dietary options 
on the menu, cool, like let's hear about that because maybe there's a way we could expand that, right? So I actually sent out a survey to get feedback to the people that attended the conference to find out like, what was it you loved? What did you not love? What can we change? What can we make better? And I got some really great, really measured feedback, which was fantastic, right? Because a lot of people were saying, great experience, loved it, amazing, but also this, this, and this. Like, I would like to see more of this. I'd like to see less of that, which is awesome because I'm going to now take that and implement it into the next conference and it'll be that much better of an experience. Again, we're going to go from great to exceptional, right? So that's the goal here is taking it from great to exceptional. I also do, though, want to point out one other thing about getting customer feedback, because I think it is really important that no matter what you're doing, um, whether it is a product or a service or an event like I did, I think it's really important that we do get customer feedback. However, can I just say it is terrifying. (laughs) It is terrifying to ask for feedback. Like I, I feel the same way as you guys. It is really scary to be like, but really, really, what did you actually think about this stuff? Right? Because we pour our heart and souls into everything we're doing, right? Like we are trying so very hard to make such a great experience or product or service for our customers that to kind of put ourselves out there and risk somebody being like, I didn't really like this that's hard. It is hard to hear that. So I have to say, first of all, thank you to everybody who did submit a survey. However, the first few that rolled in, I was gutted. I was gutted because I was like, oh man, like I tried really hard to make this such a good experience. And this person is saying that they didn't like this one thing. And like, that sucks because I wanted it to be perfect, right? And you guys know I'm a recovering perfectionist. But this is what we all do. We all work really, really, really hard to make our products and services perfect. So when we get negative feedback, it hurts. It hurts and it's hard to not take it personally. So I even had to take a step back and like I've been doing stuff like this now for almost a decade. And so it does not get easier, but I had to take a step back and be like, no, this is not about me. This is not about me. This is about you guys. This is about what you guys want to see. And I asked for feedback. I specifically reached out to you guys and asked for feedback. And so instead of taking it as like a personal offense and being like, oh, I worked so hard on that thing though. How could they not like it? Instead of seeing it like that, seeing it literally just as feedback so that I can improve, right? That's all it is. You don't have to see it as like a personal thing. You just see it as like, I'm going to ask for feedback so that I can make this product or service better for my customers. And then once I implement that thing that they're asking me to do, they're going to think it's exceptional, right? So it literally is just a part of the process to making your product or service exactly what it is your customer wants. And it really is the only way because there were things that I thought maybe didn't go as smoothly or as well as I wanted them to at the conference. And that's literally not what anybody is talking about. So it becomes really, really important to find out from your customers, like what is it that you wanted to see different um, in this conference or for the next one, right? Now, one other little piece of advice when it comes to accepting feedback, you will always get that one person that wants to be a troll. 
you're, it's always going to happen, right? So I had like literally every single person that filled in these surveys was like, amazing conference. Like this was so great. Can't wait for next year. So good, so good, so good. And a little bit of measured feedback to say like, oh, I didn't love this or I'd like to see this differently. And then there was this one guy that was like, I hated it. And I'm like, okay, like, all right, that sucks that you hated it. But also, I think it's really important to know that like, if you get feedback from one individual and it is completely the opposite from the feedback you're getting from everybody else, you do not have to take that advice. You don't have to take their suggestions. You don't have to change everything that you're doing to try to appease this one person that realistically is probably not the right consumer for this product or service anyhow, right? Because the right consumers are saying they loved it. The wrong consumer is saying that they didn't. And that's fine because that's actually what you want in business. You want for your products and services to attract the right kind of people and literally repel the wrong kind of people. If you are trying to appeal to everybody, you will appeal to nobody because your marketing and everything you're doing is going to be so watered down because you're trying to appeal to this guy over here that is a totally different customer than this person over here. So you have to pick a lane. You have to decide like what consumer do I want to appeal to and then work really hard to implement the feedback that you're hearing from that person or those people. But if it's somebody that really is not your customer or if it very much is an outlier and it's literally one human being out of like a hundred people, you don't have to listen to that feedback. Okay, so I feel like there's so many other things that have been going on in my life that do not revolve around the conference or any of the things that we've just talked about. Um, but I know that this is getting to be a bit of a long episode, so I will briefly briefly tell you guys about a couple other things um, because a few of you have been asking. So we were looking for a house for a very long time. So we spent like, I, I don't even know what it was, like six months, eight months, like a, a really long time, like looking for a house. And we did find a place that we were interested in enough to put an offer in on. And so the house was listed for um, about 700 and we put in a competitive offer above asking, um, and we were in competition with four other people. So there were five offers on the table. Um, the sellers waited until the last minute when all the offers expired and then said, we're rejecting all offers because we're actually looking for about $100,000 over our asking price. And we were like, sorry, what? what you guys wanted a hundred thousand over asking like that's nuts so we are in this position now where we have been trying really 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 hard to make this work in the current market and in the current situation and it's been really challenging so we are taking a little bit of a break and a step back just to like regroup and catch our breath from it because literally we were putting in an offer like two weeks before the conference like it was insane and like at the time too I was thinking how are we going to manage this like literally how are we going to manage all of this stuff happening if they accept our offer and we have to list our house for sale 
and we're prepping for the conference at the same time. Like the whole thing was just such a cluster. It was so, we were taking on so much stuff all at once. And so I think we need like a little bit of a break for like two seconds to catch our breath and figure out what we're doing next. Um, But yeah, the market's been kind of nuts because there's not a lot of inventory out there and the inventory that is out there, I mean, housing prices are wild at this point. Um, So they are like the house we're currently looking for is literally three times the amount of money that we spent on our current house. So like prices are astronomical. Um, rates are astronomical. And so you combine those two things together and your monthly mortgage payment is going to be astronomical. And then on top of that, because there isn't a ton of inventory out there, it's been really competitive. So there's been houses that we haven't even gotten in to see. And in 24 hours, they are sold. And now we're starting to see this shift in the market because of the interest rates and people are starting to be like, I can't afford a house that's like $800,000 because the mortgage payments are going to be like three grand a month and who can afford that? So now that people are starting to kind of feel that way, the market is starting to cool off, or at least this has been my experience of it. Um, And so now houses are just kind of like, sitting around and nobody's buying them. So there are literally a couple of houses that we've kind of been keeping our eye on that are too expensive, that are out of our price range, but we're like, hopefully they bring the price down because they've been sitting on the market for like a month and a half and it's not happening. And we're just like, what is going on right now? So we're waiting. We are currently just waiting and we're going to regroup and then perhaps start looking again. But right now we are taking a quick hiatus from the whole situation. Um, The other thing that's really cool that's going on in my life is we have two vacations booked. Not one, but two. I am so pumped about this. So we are going to Mexico um, in December. So literally we leave the day after my classes end. Um, and we're going for a week, um, and we're going with my entire family. So my mom and dad and my sister and brother and her two kids and me and Derek, we're all going together as a family to Mexico. And I think it's going to be just like a super chill vacation. We're going to lay on the beach. We're going to swim in the ocean, which you guys know is one of my favorite things ever. Um, and just like chill. It's a resort vacation. Um, And then because you guys know that resort vacations aren't really like our jam usually, um, we also wanted to go on a different type of vacation as well. So in February during my reading week, um, we're actually going to St. Lucia. And so we chose St. Lucia because we only get a week away because of reading week, right? So we can't really go somewhere that is really far away. There's a whole bunch of places I I would like die to go to. Like I want to go to Bali. I want to go to Australia, like New Zealand. Like there's so many super cool places that I want to go to, but they're all really, really far away. And so for a one week vacation, it doesn't necessarily make a ton of sense. So we were like, well, where haven't we been that is within a reasonable time frame to actually get there. And so we started looking around at some of the Caribbean islands. Um, we went to St. Kitts in the past and honestly didn't love it. It wasn't like the best experience, but I think that was for a number of reasons. Like nothing, no shade to St. Kitts. I'm sure it's a great place, but just it wasn't our favorite spot. Um, and then we found St. Lucia 
And we were both like, yes, a thousand percent yes, because there are beaches, it's ocean, obviously, um, and there's rainforest and there's mountains, which is like a hundred percent RGM, right? So we're going to go, we're going to do some hiking. We're going to a waterfall. Um, they have like a mineral kind of springs area, mud bath area. So we're going to go check that out too. Um, and just have kind of like a more cool adventurous type of vacation, which is a hundred percent us. Um, and so we've got those two vacations booked and super pumped about those as well. Um, but yeah, like a lot of stuff happening, a lot of stuff that has happened. Um, and I just really wanted to share this stuff with you guys so that you know, where I'm at in terms of my business, in terms of what you can expect from me, but also just like, I feel like we're friends at this point because you guys listen in every single week and I wanted to share with you. Okay, guys, that is it for this week's super chill podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it, catching up with me, and I hope that you join us again next week. So have a great week and I will see you back here next week.